Welcome to the HR Chat Podcast, bringing the best of the HR and talent communities to you. Welcome to another episode of the HR Chat Podcast. Hello, everyone. I'm Bill Bannum. I'm your host for today. And in this interview, we're going to be chatting about giving your employees a voice and helping them feel more valued. My guest today is Russell Robinson, founder at Amplified Research and Consulting. Russell is an experienced director of organizational development with a demonstrated history of working in the government administration industry, skilled in employee engagement, empowerment, change management, and communications. He's a strong healthcare service professional with a doctor of education focused in human organizational learning from the George Washington University. Russell is also Senior Training and Engagement Advisor at the other US government. Russell, welcome to the show today. Bill, thanks for having me on, man. People missed. I'm, I'm wearing my Nats t-shirt. You got your Blue Jays hat. And we just had the most amazing conversation about sports. So I'm hoping this conversation doesn't, doesn't let everybody down because the call <laughs> was great. The prequel was great, and I kind of wish that we'd taken this whole chat now in a different sports psychology, sports leadership type direction. So um, I'm already committing right here, right now, yeah, uh, listeners, was to to do another interview with Russell to, to talk about just that. Let's do it. I'm available whenever. So, firstly, let, let's have you let's have you break down and tell us a bit about some of your roles. Then uh, you're, you're a busy guy. You've got like four different roles, four different things that you get up to. Um, talk us through talk us through each of those. So, so yeah. firstly, start with the the role as your your senior training and engagement advisor, program support center at the U.S. federal government. Talk to us yeah. about that. So, well, I'm a civil servant. Uh, I've been a serv- civil servant for wow. This year makes twenty years. Originally, I have a I have an inactive CPA license laying around here somewhere. Uh, and now I went through a career transition and I'm in the organizational development and leadership field and the organizational development and learning field. And a lot of my focus is culture, training, improving the work experience. Uh, I like to capture stories. I like to build a voice culture. So that kind of segues to uh my LLC, Amplified Research and Consulting, which is my fun house. So the focus there is engagement, voice culture, some change management. So I do research, I do blogs, I do podcasts, I do public speaking. And then the last uh, role, which just came about recently, is uh, I am the chief inspiration officer for Inspire DC, which is a part of Inspiring Workplaces, which is based out of the UK. So it's kind of like a version of uh, TED Talks kind of franchises. And our goal through that is to impact culture and inspire people through storytelling. So we're going to hold, do our first live event, COVID permitting, this fall. And uh, for DC, uh, and it's titled How I Got Over, Stories About Resilience. So we're going to have some people talking about resilience and grit and how it's impacted them at a personal level, but also those they lead. And we also find that also has an impact within their home life. So I'm excited about all three and they're all kind of interwoven in a sense. 
And I should just give a bit of a shout out there to Matt Manners over Inspired Workplaces. We've, we've had him on the HR chat show in the past, listeners. Uh, so you should check out that episode. Um, that was before the rebrand there. Um, do you know, it might have been back in episode 80 something or something. Oh, my goodness me. That was a while ago now. Uh, we're, in, we're into the 300s as, as we record this one to, today. Matt, Matt's a good guy. My goal with Matt and his team is to get them from behind the mic to in front of the mic whenever I can. Because they, uh, they, they actually practice what they espouse. And when you put them in front of the mic, they've got some, some amazing nuggets to share. And uh, as do you, uh, you've got a lot of amazing nuggets to share. And in fact, uh, you recently spoke at an event that uh, that I helped to organize, the, the Innovate Work event series. So um, uh, the, the co-founder of Innovate Work, Rob Catalano, he, he reached out to you and you guys uh, had a chat and you kindly offered your time and you did a nine minute talk at Innovate Work East Coast in May 2021. Um, in a moment, I want you to do a bit of a deep dive into that session because um, it was awesome. It was educational, it was engaging, and it was funny at times as well. But before <laughs> we get there, before we get there, um, uh, and, and, and by the way, listeners, um, we haven't even told you why it's funny yet. Uh, we'll talk about TikTok in a moment. Um, but before we get there, um, you, as part of that talk, you, you recommended three books uh, that you think that, that HR folk and leaders perhaps should be reading at the moment. Um, can you Can you remember which three books they were and if so maybe you can tell us a bit about them and why they're so useful yeah so part of building a voice culture i I think a lot of what you hear is we need to hear feedback from employees but that assumes that leaders know how to listen and act on that information so there are three books i recommended First and foremost, which I have been reading for years, and whenever I start a new role, I try to buy that book for everybody in the group, is Change Your Questions, Change Your Life by Marilee Adams. And the focus of that book is really saying, you'll hear this, it's not as, the answer is not as, as, the answer is not as important as the question, but she focuses on how you ask the question either makes you a thoughtful person or a judgmental person. Uh, The interesting thing for me is while we make that the core pillar book of wherever I work, it's foundational to to my relationship with my daughter. So my daughter's 29. uh, She has two kids, my grandkids. And uh, the running joke is the most important job I have is every Thursday night they come over and they do a TikTok video and, and grandpa dances. So and and people ask me what my uh, login name is, and I think it's through my daughter. I have no idea. I just dance, and then it shows up somewhere. So the just on that, Russell, but before before we go any further, uh, listeners, usually the HR chat show is an audio podcast. Today, <laughs> today, today, we are we just so happen to be recording video. So Russell, you know, I hate to interrupt, but if you wanted to do a bit of a demo there, you're very welcome oh, to take no, this you opportunity. Don't, you don't want to understand. You, <laughs> I don't do the young kids dances. I mean, I'm still an old school, I'm an old school two stepper, and 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 you've you've got to have knees younger than 28 to be able to do some of the dances these kids do. So, uh. oh, okay. oh man, I, I thought we had an amazing HR Gazette exclusive there. Yeah, anyway, no, okay, no, that, would, that, would, that, would, that that'd probably be the end of me. <laughs> so I, I interrupted you. You're about to talk about the second book, I think. Please, go right, ahead. the second book. I read last year and uh, 
probably one of the best books I've read. And it's called You're Not Listening by Kate Murphy, which goes to the, we haven't trained people how to receive feedback. And for me, it really gets to, I think kind of when you look at empathy, like a lot of a lot of research out now talks about the role of the new leader or what we need for the future. And you need to be emotionally intelligent and empathetic. And a lot of times people would tell me their story and their experience, and I would rush in to show empathy and say, oh, well, that reminded me at the time when I A, B, and C. And what I learned from that book is you're taking the focus away from that person and making it about yourself. So the next follow-up question isn't for me to say, oh, I know how you feel, blah, blah, blah. It's really to say, okay, well, what impact did that have on you? Uh, so to do a deeper dive on how that person's feeling. And also it talked about some of the things where how you are more intentional about your presence when you're engaging with people. Uh, the last book, which I just finished reading over the weekend, which is out now, it's uh, Choosing Courage, which is by Jim Deturk, a researcher at the University of Virginia here in the States. And he is a big employee voice academic researcher but he's written a practical book uh it kind of i know everybody talks about psychological safety now this is kind of the the buddy guide to psychological safety so he talks about a deeper dive on voice culture where it's some stuff that is actually in my research for example where people would articulate their voice or their ideas when they knew it was crafted better for success. Like, for example, I had someone who had an idea, but what they said was it was a really good idea. I had a really good boss. I was psychologically safe. It was the middle of the budget cycle and the decision makers were busy with the budget. So it wasn't the right time. <laughs> so maybe the to be successful, the same ar same idea had to be articulated at a different time. So those three books are, if you want to get a good uh, foundation of a voice culture, are, are money, straight money for you. Okay, thank you very much. Now then, I'd, I'd like you to take two, three, four minutes now, uh, Russell, and um, talk to us a bit about the, the session that you presented at Innovate Work East Coast. I have seen... Um, hundreds of sessions probably now that we've done for Innovate Work and yours hands down was one of the most engaging, one of the most entertaining, one of the most educational uh, sessions I've seen. Um, and that's why we're here today. That's why we're doing this interview because I just think you're awesome. Uh, the, the session <laughs> that you did, well, no, 100%. Um, and the session you did was called Why a Voice Culture is Needed More Than Ever for Psychological Safety. I, I feel like you've touched upon a couple of uh, the points that you did discuss in, in your interview and uh, so in your presentation so far in this interview today but can you just take a bit of time now and tell our listeners about that session that you presented some of the learning outcomes and, and why they matter yeah first uh thanks for the kind words second uh i like events like like innovate work because i get to share my thoughts but then i also get to shut up and learn from some thought leaders so uh rob bromage uh if you're a data geek, uh, he had everything you needed. Uh, Jen Boyukos, I hope I pronounced that the, the, the right way, just had some amazing nuggets on wellness. Uh, so bringing it to what I did, 
is really focusing on why a voice culture is important. And what I have found uh, as a researcher, as a leader, uh, as a as a spouse, as a parent, as a, a TikTok video dancer, is that when you create a voice culture, you can navigate all of the challenges and concerns that people have. Uh, from an employee engagement standpoint, there, there are a lot of companies, there are a lot of philosophies for employee engagement. We're going to focus on recognition. We're going to focus on onboarding, and those are all good things. But when you build a voice culture where people feel like they're valued, they want to share their ideas, thoughts, and concerns for the organization, they're working for strong, inspired leaders, and they're working in an open and safe culture, the benefit that has to them, the organization, the manager, uh, productivity, uh, you know, at the end of the day, companies, it's, it's about your bread, you know, are you making your money? <laughs> you will make your bread if you've got a voice culture. But also, interestingly, the brand you create from an organizational level, from a manager level at the employee level also uh, goes up. And I think, you know, the amazing pre-call we had, we kind of talked about uh, some things that have happened in 2020. And, and I'm in Washington, D.C. So last November, we, we had this little thing called an election. And when we what we found uh, in my, my U.S. federal government role is things like the pandemic, um, things like social justice and unrest, and things like this partisan political atmosphere there that we're in impact employees in a way that impacts their work. When you create a voice culture, you have a natural culture and system embedded where they feel comfortable having those conversations. Uh, two quick nuggets, and then we'll wrap up. Uh, we did a conversation with some, some of our Black leaders last, last fall, right after George Floyd, about their experiences with racism. And we just finished, I think we're still doing post-production, where we said, okay, right now, our Asian brothers and sisters are really having a rough time in the state. So we just finished a conversation with them uh, about their experiences, which to, to be honest, which is a researcher, one of the most mind blowing and beneficial conversations I've had with, with anyone where you just talk about their experiences, but we created a culture where they felt comfortable coming and sharing what was on their mind. So, uh, I think a voice culture is so critical to psychological safety and employee engagement that you really cannot go, go wrong when you implement it the right way. And I should probably throw a joke in on the bottom of that because I'm getting kind of serious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let, let me help you out here. Did you hear about the explosion in the cheese factory? No, tell me about it. Apparently there was debris everywhere. Boom. Yeah. So when you do when you do this pod, don't they have the little drum snare? Bump bump. You can put that in right afterwards, and we'll be good. I may have actually used that same terrible joke before on another episode. Come to think of it, um, hey, we are we are about to wrap up this particular uh, episode. Before we 
finish off russell how can how can our listeners connect with you through through linkedin through maybe tiktok um and also how can they learn about all of the awesome things that you get up to yeah so the best play i'm on linkedin russell robinson edd for for the doctor you know dr russ thing amplifiedresearch.com that's where you'll find uh you will find articles you'll find research I'm in the middle of doing my third season of podcasts. So season one was just kind of, we just freestyled. Season two, we taped last April in two weeks and was focused on leading going into the pandemic. Good, good thought leaders. And season three is really the future of work coming out on the back end. And then uh, uh, we'll probably tape season four this fall. And that's going to be focused on resilience. Uh, resilience and grit so amplifiedresearch.com is the best place to catch me perfect and i'm pretty sure that we'll be sharing some uh, links in the show notes to the podcast and to some of these other places you've mentioned just a moment ago um right that just leaves me to say for today russell robinson you superstar you awesome human being thank you very much for being a guest on this episode of the i Apple paid well show. for those comments bill thank <laughs> you for pushing them out just the way i wrote them no thanks for having me on good stuff <laughs> this show has been sponsored by russell robinson no uh, listeners <laughs> <laughs> as always until next time happy working thank you for listening to the hr chat podcast brought to you by the hr gazette 